Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Man in the Black Suit podcast. It is a uh, tiring morning for me this morning, since I did stay up and listen to Julio and his live chat last night. So, (laughs) (laughs) of course you did. Good morning, everybody. It's good to hear everybody um, and see everybody joining us this morning, especially after the, uh, uh, the late night chat for those on the East Coast. Um, I had made the grown-up decision not to stay up uh, because I arrived home from my seven and a half hour drive. Actually, it was almost eight hours because of traffic um, yesterday, and I decided I should not stay up till past three for a second night in a row. So um, I figured I'm going to have to just catch it, uh, catch the broadcast, catch the catch the tail of the tape, so to speak. And I will watch the video on Instagram, the recording, because I, I, my understanding is uh, Julio recorded it for uh, posterity. Yes, so he did. I think that's I think that's wonderful. Really, really great. And I know I, I know Kenzie planned to be on um I told her I expect a full report, full report uh, uh, on, he, the, uh, he, <laughs> on the chat. He and Melanie were so funny. They're so cute together. They really are. And, you know, he, it was, it was a good chat. It, 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 they had a little technical glitch, but, you know, like when we're podcasting. <laughs> we don't know what that's like. We don't like, know do what we? that's <laughs> like. <laughs> and uh, so we had that. And he, um, they were. T- they talked a little bit about their favorite scenes. Um, that they had read all the. They had read the books. And there's Miss Kenzie. She's she's has arrived. Oh um, yes, hi Kenzie. I'm passing you coffee. Um, and, I'm I'm glad to see Jean Ann was able to uh, stay up and watch as well. Um, <laughs> and that says it was magical. I know, I knew it was good. It See was. now, I'm, of course, now I'm regretting not doing it, but I know I did the right thing. I know yeah, I did you the did right the thing. Right thing for you. Yeah, I had to. Most yeah. nights it's not an issue because I I'm a late night girl, as my family will tell you. So staying up then, but usually my cutoff, I, I usually have a cutoff of about two. If I stay up much after two, I'm great the next day, but then two days after, I'm like. Uh, I'm toast. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, Annette. Annette was happy because he said "angel fucker." He did. <laughs> he did. Everybody oh. was, I think, was excited about that. They, <laughs> the one thing, you know, one of the things that 
came out was there were shippers. Mm hmm And, you know, our, and everything was the, was it Giuliani? Giuliani, however you want to pronounce it. And then, mm -hmm. um, just crazy stuff. Just crazy stuff. <laughs> and when they asked about their private life, they said, well, we try to keep our private lives private. Good. Which is I, good. I respect that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Betty says she's covering her ears. <laughs> Lori <laughs> says, I wish I would have watched. I know, Lori. See, I, it's like buyer's remorse, but honestly, I know, and you know, I'm trying, of course, we're all trying to be healthy and keep our, our immunity up. And I know that would have been the wrong thing for me um, since I've been up so late the past couple nights. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the great thing is, he did record it. And uh, as Kenzie said, Julia saved it um, for those of us who couldn't join. Um, I think we need to kind of encourage him to do more of these. I think they um, said they were encourage them do to more. coordinate. They were going to do it. Yeah, I, I, not sure this was done with the blessings of the Passion Flicks crew, <laughs> uh, because he kept uh, referring that Allie's going to kill me. Allie's going to get mad, <laughs> and then turn around and say, "I can talk. I can talk to Allie." <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see. I can only imagine. It, he must have been like a little boy who just took a cookie out of the cookie jar. Well, I think that I love and it. the boredom of being, I mean, let's face it. Italy is is really under lock and key. In lockdown. I mean, they mm -hmm. can't even go outside without a purpose. And they have to have a paper with the purpose on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I so I don't know what he's doing about Brownie. As far as walking him, I know he was outside well, the other day with them. Well, I had read they were allowed to go outside, like to just physically outside. They just have to be social distancing. Um, but they can't go visit somebody or go somewhere else without the paper and the purpose. But if they would go out for some fresh air or to walk the dog, just go out to, to, to let the dog out, to walk the dog, that type of thing, it was, it was okay. Mm -hmm. um, so... I'm I'm hopeful. <laughs> Annette says Allie is gonna freak. She said just to hear his passion about the character and their favorite scenes was great. It was. And um, Lori asked about will there be a link to the saved one? And uh, apparently it is on his Instagram, Lori. Yeah, it's on um, his Instagram. And I'll be very honest <laughs> with you, I am not very Insta friendly. Mm. Uh, I've got an Instagram account. I can post photos and stuff. But when I go to do the link like try to copy the link to put out there i always end up with it um in my story i don't i don't mm -hmm. know how to get it just like i said i i am i'm a little bit further ahead than melanie is on instagram <laughs> which isn't saying much <laughs> <laughs> i love it and, and betty betty was saying he can persuade anyone with those blue eyes i'm sure he can betty i'm oh sure my God, he can he is such a flirt. That's great. It is such a flirt. <laughs> she said, I saw a video where a reporter said people can walk their dogs, but no socializing. So okay. that's what I, okay. I had. That was the report I had heard yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, Betty says, I still can't figure out Instagram. Twitter is my friend. Maybe we'll have an Instagram tutorial at some point. Uh, Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie can lead it. Uh, yes. 
Kenzie says, hearing about their favorite scenes and explaining about how much they understand how important it was to bring these characters to life. They truly get it. And she it's said, was true. it just me or did it seem like he was flirting sometimes with Melanie? No, it was, he was flirting. Um, but yeah, I think, I, it, I think I that's think it his was, nature, though, right? Yeah, like, and I think it was put on flirting. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I really want to see you type of flirting. I think, it, well, he does, but you know, you, you know what I mean. So yeah, was, it's that friendship, that camaraderie that comes when you're working so intensely close with somebody. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, they, they are very vulnerable to each other as actors when they have to do such intense emotional scenes. So, well, and he was talking about that. He said, you mm-hmm. know, that they, when they were, had first got together on, on the, you know, uh, uh, met, it was on Skype. And got to talking and, and everything and the picture where uh tosca is looking at julio you know and mm-hmm. how yes. be dreamy that was actually felt uh photographed in rome, was in rome i figured i i'm glad to hear that i loved that was so brilliant when she's you know she said hello professor and it was something like um she said something about I've, I've met the most beautiful man on the planet or something like that. And I just was like sighing. I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is going to be so good. I knew right then and there. I have to mute you. I minute. knew it Hold was going to be good. Sure. Because the dogs are, are there's my boo boo. Come on. I got See, froggy. the dogs are even excited about uh, Julio's Instagram cast they are <laughs> and Jean ann had said he was totally flirting and that said he's so dreamy and funny which of course yes 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 and betty says oh. so now we know the secret ingredient in a flirtini it's julio julio yeah <laughs> well the 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 other thing that he said that uh the first time that they met in person and were filming mm-hmm. uh was the orchard scene and wow. so, so he says here, you know, first of all, it was very, very cold mm-hmm. and the ground was frozen <laughs> and they have to go through that flashback scene in the orchard. Mm. So that was, um, he said that was interesting and having, and, and let's face it, there was a, you know, the kissing is very intimate in that scene. And he says, you know, so we don't know each other. <laughs> right. But yeah, so he was, uh, you know, and when they asked Betty, I'm sorry, he's Team Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, and then, and then he said, then, and then the next day it snowed, and it snowed till the, mm-hmm. all the entire time we were there. <laughs> I said, Welcome to Syracuse. <laughs> I know. Uh, they were lucky they got that outdoor scene done and it wasn't even that late in the season but it, it starts early yeah it starts there. early up um, there. that's the big snow yeah it is it is and, and laurie was like um they're so cute with each other and have great chemistry mm-hmm. and um betty said uh, he likes to flirt he kind of reminds me of someone cough cough the boss which was funny <laughs> and Annette had said, uh, well, they are going through this whirlwind things together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kenzie said, because of all, out of 
all of the questions. Why did he ask the dating question she was curious about? Um, any takes on I, that, ladies? There, I think because you know, there were so many um, listeners from mm -hmm. uh, as particularly the Latin American groups, which, you know, I, I've noticed they, they're the ones that are always like, you know, they're, they're shipping him, putting mm -hmm. them together. And it was asked, I think every other question that was going up the thing was, are you dating, are you dating, are you dating? Mm -hmm. So I think that's why the actual question was was asked. Yes. Well, and I think that. that's important to define that and also to be like, you know, our personal lives are personal. Thank you very much. Um, and the fact that she's in Australia mm -hmm. and he's in, um, you know, Italy. Yeah. You know, if they were dating, they might be together someplace. But it was—they were funny. They were yeah, I—I I don't know. Being quarantined, having to stay at the house with uh, Gabriel would, or with Julia would be—it uh, would be torture, just sheer torture. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I still trying to find pasta. out how he cooked the broccoli on this dish the other day. <laughs> I know. He has an answer. I know. Inquiring minds want to know. You should have asked him last night on the, on the podcast. I sent him on a, his, uh, a message. I know. I know you did. Follow and he didn't, up. He didn't he's probably, answer he's me. Probably going, he he's probably like going me. through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. Uh-huh. Um, and Kenzie said the that in terms of the photo in Rome with Tosca, she said, um, that visit happened way earlier when they thought, when earlier than she even thought. And Annette said, she met him in Rome, sigh. Mm -hmm. And when in Rome, visit the Italian God, Betty said. Yes. Which definitely. is so great. Um, Betty Melanie said she's Team Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, of course, she has to say that for her I would. I would. If I were her, I would be Team Gabriel as well. Yes, yes. And uh, she needs to have someone have a, be the leader of Team Paul. And we already know who that is. Yeah, we know who that is. <laughs> and and also, he did say that he really did like uh, James, who played yeah. uh, Paul. You could tell that on set. I mean, they had a really, that whole cast had a really good chemistry. There was a real good camaraderie there, which was it, great. It was. Um, it was. And Betty says, of course she's going to be Team Gabriel. Better that way. Hands off my precious. I love it. <laughs> um, it's just uh, so good. I know. I yeah, know. people are by people are being cray-cray, Annette said, asking him to marry her. <laughs> I know. And Betty said, most Spanish shows, the leading actors tend to date the um, end of the... They tend My to guess, date each other. Tend to date each other, I'm guessing. Yeah. And so they probably assume the same thing is happening right now. It's understandable. A lot of times that happens um, in productions. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I mean, Julia is in, very involved in a relationship. And I'm not sure of Melanie's status right now. Is she dating anybody? I have no, I have no idea. Her private life is her private life. <laughs> Which is good, as it should be. Yes. And Annette said, I'll take it. I'll stay with him. She would make it interesting. <laughs> of course you oh, would, yeah. Annette. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And Kenzie just saying they yes. thought uh, they did a chemistry test. Yes. Because didn't SR say that they were there a few weeks before they started filming in the orchard? 
Yeah. Maybe it was just Julia there. Definitely. Um, a lot of times when casting, they will ca- they will do, you know, they'll do screen tests and pair different uh, people together to see who has the best, um, who works together the best. Yeah. So that exactly. doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and they probably would have had a little bit of rehearsal. Um so they could, um, especially especially scenes that are a little more involved where they have to really be choreographed. Who's going to walk here? Who's going to put their arm here? Type of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So. And then, um, you know, and they were saying that, uh, Melanie was saying that she really likes, she said all these women that are supposed to be her nemesis were so nice. Margot and Havlin and mm-hmm. Alice, who plays Paulina, mm-hmm. uh, are all good. And... I did ask if they were going to be filming in Assisi. Now, he did say that they would be filming at some point in Florence. Oh, my God. So um, exciting. Yeah. And then, um, so, that, yeah. so that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. Um, Kenzie had mentioned that Melanie said they didn't do a chemistry test, went straight to the orchard, which is surprising. Um, well, and that can happen, too. Yeah. I, I do and know I, that sometimes I, they work together. Um but I think, too, just the, the way they both approach their roles, it makes sense. It, it makes um, sense. Betty says, I love Margot as, Margo as Krista. I like her spunky personality, which is great. Julia said he may do lives with other actors. She hopes so. It'd be great to do one with James. Mm-hmm. There you go, Betty. Um, Betty says, really? I'd be so nervous. The angel fucker. <laughs> um, Yes, and, and but that, uh, you know, just going straight to the orchard as that, that as being the first scene, I, yeah, kudos to them because that's, that's mm-hmm. intense. But I also think, too, it would be unexpected, right? The orchard scene is kind of when they stumble upon each other anyway. So, right. in a way, and, you know, it's kind of I, a great I, way to capture and that's that what I said. uncertainty. Yeah. I, I actually think that was very smart to film that first. In the chat scene, um, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, these two... I mean, she obviously saw pictures of him, but she didn't really know him. Mm-hmm. And right. She didn't he, know. She never met him. Didn't, she didn't really know him. And he didn't know who the heck she was in, in the book. And and they go off into the orchard together and, and have, right. have their little thing there. So filming it like that, I think, was really good. And Yes. Know, as, as Annette also, says, Tosca is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> And and well, even they said that you know that how how dedicated they are to bringing the books to life and and mm-hmm. that stuff. And then um, the other thing that was mentioned was uh, they had originally, uh, I think I, I forget whether it was Julio or Kenzie. It might have been Julio. Um, wanted to change the line. I'm glad I'm your first. Mm-hmm. And Tuska said. Absolutely not. That is like the main point of the entire series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they were still new to it, and, I, you know, I think that probably I could sometimes actors want to change something when they when want it to sound more natural coming from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so but kudos, kudos for Tosca sticking up for for the book and for the author and for the vision. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Well, yeah. and Tosca gets it. And it's not just because she is a good storyteller because she's masterful. 
but the idea of, of bringing the essence and the truth of the book to life. So just so great. Mm -hmm. Um, that voice saying that phrase was great. Annette, <laughs> <laughs> Annette but, you are cracking me up, girl. I have got to listen to this thing. I'm going to be laughing so hard. And all you guys know, he's a great actor, but that voice of his is what takes me out every time. I love listening to Julio Italian, English, how whatever language comes out of that mouth. He has a wonderful, he really is a wonderful voice. It's a great instrument. He does. Um, he does. And I love and, listening you know, to him. He can speak English. He can speak uh, Spanish and obviously Italian. And, mm -hmm. you know, just the whole shebang. It was great. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And Annette had said it's, it's a perfect scene to film first. <laughs> and Betty's like, say what? You can't change that line. That's what Tosca said. <laughs> That's Betty. right. Well, um, the other the other thing that he said was working with Tosca and this this passion passion flicks was one of the best experiences he's ever had in an in an acting role. Um, you know, first of all, you know he's if, he's got a lead in this where mm -hmm. in, in the others he was like a co-star or uh, in, in the film, whether it be uh, Walking on Sunshine, where he was the main love interest to the girl or in downhill where he was trying to seduce Julia Louis-Dreyfus in a, in a, in a ski shed or ski shed because <laughs> they got stuck or something. But yeah, he said it was really a great, great thing to do. That's it's so good to hear that. And yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at all the, all the chats. Um, and that said a lot, of, a lot of people asking if they had met R SR, um, Karen and good morning, Karen. Um, Karen and I were speaking uh, in the wee hours of the morning while I was driving back from Charlotte, North Carolina. So glad to see you could make us make it this morning, KK. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I and you know, of course, people always want to know best about SR, the the mysterious. Um, Kenzie said, "I saw Canadian. that SR is the anonymous Canadian," <laughs> mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, Betty was surmising that the, I guess this means we probably won't get a Dante flashback. I'm not sure about that. I don't that. know. I don't know. And, if they, and, did they reference that at all? What, what the, the about the, what they did reference? I think Kenzie, you asked this question. Um, mm -hmm. If they had read Dante, I'm actually one. Yeah, and I'm curious too if they read some of instead of doing a flashback, if they did some kind of reading of that particular scene. Well, I don't know about um, the scene, but um, Melanie. You said know, that you know. I mean, the pre, the pre, the prologue. Right, right. No, I know. Mm -hmm. um, one, she did say that uh, when they were in school. I think she mm -hmm. said she had read a couple of verses, but she didn't really read the Divine Comedy. Mm -hmm. And Julia said, "Well, it's naturally taught here, but he only read uh, the first book." Mm -hmm. the first one Dante's yeah. Inferno the um, Inferno but yeah how appropriate <laughs> yes well you know it is um, studied in in school so yeah that would it definitely it. is but yeah, Melanie so and Kenzie said Melanie's first impression of Julia was that he was a douchebag which made her laugh <laughs> because that was hers as well <laughs> and Betty said that was her impression of Gabriel 
<laughs> and and I said that was funny, Kenzie. I snorted at that one. Um, yeah, I think that's funny, but also it's that's not unexpected. Sometimes uh, you you have preconceived notions before you get to uh, witness how the person really acts and operates. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was. It was interesting when because we get on set, and I was just you know I had been curious about that also. Um, but genuine, genuinely kind-hearted person, very hardworking, very determined. I was very impressed with. I truly was very impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they, they, you know, they followed the uh, the SR Winky smile as far as did they had they ever met mm-hmm. with him, and <laughs> they still don't know whether he's male or female, uh, according to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, and then also they said that SR has seen the movie, which and is great. that he loved which he it. he alluded which he alluded to. He has, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that so that's a good thing. That's a good. That's thing. a wonderful thing. And you know his the, involvement with it's going to make it is what's so exciting about it because. We, we trust his choices, right? This, these are his characters. This is his story right. that he came and brought to life. So I think it's really remarkable. Um, and Betty says, we're obsessed with those books and we want certain lines in the book in the film, and uh, which is, is true. And I think that's why it's so good. Um, Karen says, yes. And Tosca just smiled at them and said no and turned to them and said, please. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and can you guys envision, I can see Tosca doing that. And especially, I mean, this was their first, you know, they were just establishing their working relationship. This was their first uh, shot. So mm-hmm. I can imagine it. Kenzie says, I love the way they spoke about Tosca because it was all so true. And Jean Ann so said, agreed. They all have great respect for her and each other. Exactly. Exactly. And they were a little, they were very appreciative, all the SR fans, because they met, you know, I'm sure they've met quite a few of the founding members when they came for visits. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the fans all over the world that, you know, reach out to them and tag them and things. And so I think that's a good thing, too. And, yeah, this is a, a very different fan base than a lot of others. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's it's and it's a very um, obviously all the fans are very passionate, uh, regardless of what story or author you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is something that's captured so many people and so many uh, corners of the globe. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think they appreciate. I really think they appreciate all the support they've been getting. Um, yeah, Annette definitely. had Annette had said that uh, the actors were very complimentary about Tosca. They kept saying she was unlike any director they she they'd ever worked with, and we we knew that. Um, we definitely knew that. Um, Kenzie said that they said that SR had seen the movie, loved it, so they suspect we will. Melanie also said SR was very kind and intelligent, which is wonderful to hear. Um, they kept talking about how difficult it was on them to film this movie. They just that just goes to show you how complex this novel is, and they said they couldn't get through it without one another. That's Definitely, true. I mean, this was not an easy story to tell. No, it's uh, not. And and they had to truly 
that's why I think we all kept going back to how great this casting was because I, it really can't be pulled off by too many people. And yeah. I think having that intensity, which honestly I think is the hallmark of, of Gabriel, <laughs> his intensity um, and his passion is, is what, yeah, I, I think, and Julio nailed it. And he, had, he demonstrated that in getting the role. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's remarkable. Betty says, SR must be watching the film over and over again right now. I know I'm going to be watching the film over and over again. Um, Annette had mentioned uh, they were very appreciative of the SR fans. They completely understood our nervousness over the film. And, uh, yes, they definitely appreciate all, their, all of the, we appreciate all of their hard work, Betty, I agree. Um, and Kenzie said she expressed how much the story and characters meant to me and Melanie completely understood. Um, I think they got that from the fans too, Kenzie, when the, during the set, the set visits and the founding members, I think they really truly understood. Um, Betty says, I'm glad this movie finally got made and all the right people came together to make this, his dream come true. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Betty, you had, Betty was one of the, uh, one of the people who got the drumbeat going about we yeah, want a Gabriel movie. Gabriel's movie. <laughs> Hashtag we want a Gabriel movie. Mm -hmm. Betty got that going. Betty and Perling. Betty and Perling. B and P. The dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, so maybe. great. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was. It, it was a an interesting <laughs> chat. And if you can get to read it, do it. I mean, it just. Or listen to it. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, and Kenzie says, "I'm surprised by how many people think SR revealed himself to them." I, that is surprising. Um, but but not. I mean, people would want to think that. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I love the fact that um, Kenzie said it's surprising to hear that Melanie isn't a lot like Julianne. Julia said she had. She's a lion, not a rabbit. That's true. Although <laughs> we kept teasing her and calling her rabbit. <laughs> And Annette said, what I especially loved was Julio said that Melanie embodies a slightly older, wiser, and worldlier Julia. Mm -hmm. She was meant for this role. Oh, that's great. It and I can see and, that, too. It, I can know, see, I could see that, how, yeah, I, I get that. I, I, I and, understand and that. I'm going to say something, and it's no offense to Melanie or, any, mm -hmm. or at all, but mm -hmm. Melanie is actually 10 years older than Julianne mm -hmm. is in the film and she was able to embody Julianne in such a way that that brought that innocence and mm -hmm. uh, into the character which was great and you know so the casting was just awesome oh, it is just just great and I think that also speaks well to how she's going to evolve the character throughout the, the course of the other two books um, portraying those other her her transformation and, and her her growth and same with uh, Julio he's going to bring that evolution of the professor from where he started mm -hmm. to where he you know where he travels and oh my gosh talk about a tour de force I mean they, this these roles give them such great uh, opportunities Oh, I think so too. Every human emotion possible. 
Yeah, yeah it's really. And, uh, um, you know, as he said, it's crazy how this all began a few years ago. And look. Yeah. Look at the effort to get everyone to come. She said, the boss is like Willie. He is everyone. Even when you can't see him, he lurks. He's everywhere. When uh, he lurks around and watches us in the shadows. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, Betty. Absolutely. And um, as Annette says, he lurks around in Argyle with handkerchiefs. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, oh, Kenzie gosh. also uh, agreed uh, with Betty and, and had said that Melanie does seem like an older Julianne, but Tosca had to keep reminding her, be a rabbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and then the early, because she was, you know, early, early on, she was. And, and she did really portray beautifully when she kept... She um, that that early mindset of, of being a cowering grad student mm -hmm. um, who just kind of felt felt trapped and put aside. Yeah, and that's so. one of the things that she said last night in the chat that Julianne is very intelligent. You know, she's a doctoral mm -hmm. student, and you tend you tend to forget that a little bit, I think, when you're mm -hmm. reading the story because she. Her innocence portrays her to be so much younger than she really is. Right. right. And, and I'm not talking about Melanie, the actress, to Julianne. I'm just talking about Julianne herself. The character. Yeah. yeah. I agree so with that, that. Yeah. There's, and it, it's, it's kind of like a little bit of an immaturity there, but mm -hmm. not really, if you know what I mean. Well, but it would be too, because she would be, she truly, because of her background, she, she had been a bit emotionally immature. Right. Because right. of how she grew up and, and her, her neglect and her, you know, the, the trials that she went through as a, a young woman, as a young child, um, you know, that stunted some of that emotional development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and Betty said she loves that uh, Melanie's older than Julia because that way she understands how a younger girl thinks and how her character will grow and develop. I totally agree with that. She just brings so much to the role. She does. Um, and Betty says, I think we all have a rabbit and a lion inside of us. Um, truly, oh, yes. truly, truly, truly. Um, I do. And yes, ladies, Lori and Kenzie. Kenzie needs coffee right now in an IV. I am drinking. That was the one thing. I, I texted Pam and said, I have to call. I'm. I have to go check on my mom and I'll be right back. And I, <laughs> I checked on my mom, but I made some coffee because <laughs> I was like, I need, I need coffee um, at this hour this morning. Unfortunately, mine is cold right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll drink it cold. I'll drink it hot. I'll drink it anyway. I actually yeah, prefer I, mine cold. So yeah, um, I don't like iced coffee, but I'm drinking this because I need it. <laughs> I know. Um, and Kenzie says, I love that about Julianne, how vulnerable she was. It takes courage to be soft like that in this world. Mm -hmm. And true. that goes to, to her kindness, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and, really, and, really important. And, and that's one of the things I think that they both pointed out about the character that she, of, is her kindness. And mm -hmm. um, for someone who is somewhat, somewhat, somewhat introverted, does project that which is absolutely uh, which is a which is a great thing <laughs> really really and uh you know uh, betty says plus julie is an introvert she doesn't socialize much so that could also affect how she views the world definitely mm -hmm. definitely 
<laughs> and Lori said, I meant SR lurks around with Argyle and coffee, LOL, and donuts. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the truth. I love it. And Kenzie, it's said about people kept asking about the filming premiere being pushed back. They said it wasn't up to them and they aren't sure what the plan is with filming now. So, um, and they said, especially with filming in Italy, since it's so bad. So right. stay tuned to, for that. Yeah. And, and they also said, cause I think Tasca mentioned earlier this week, something about uh, filming in June. And mm-hmm. um, so he, they both said that June, maybe July. So, well, hey. Because of what's going on. Well, and they'll, you know, I think everybody worldwide is assessing, assessing their plans one day at a time. Exactly. Um, I have to say, um, and I think Betty and I, when we had some discussions yesterday, um, I, I think, Betty, you made a really good point about it's kind of nice that in a way that this has to be pushed a little bit because it kind of expands and extends the, um, the joy for the fans. It extends, extends the, uh, the fun of, of hearing the news about the, the filming and, um, it gives us time to kind of catch our breath and, uh, look forward and have that excitement about the next round of filming of Rapture. And frankly, I'm just so grateful that they wrapped on Inferno before this happened. Yeah. Because now, I mean, things can be done in editing and post-production um, and there's going to be a film coming. Um, it's not like the film, we're going to have to wait for Gabriel's Inferno um, for a huge, long, extended amount of time because they, they, they were able to get the filming in. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. You just, you just don't you don't know what their schedules are like mm-hmm. later on you know like it, it are right they, are it can they... get real tricky it can get yeah, really so tricky they got to work around that too so, mm-hmm. and all just... the other productions are being pushed back too so yes they are um it's going to be a big giant puzzle to get it all together but i have confidence they will mm-hmm. um they will, absolutely and uh kenzie says i think it's all going to get pushed back and why members didn't get it and that's probably why members didn't get a date this week about the the premiere, sadly. But we can savor it all. And I think SR put some of himself in Julianne, especially with the introvert part and religious part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I, I, I think that's a great assessment. And, and um, Betty noted that she thinks uh, Julia needed the Paul and Rachel to help her blossom. Their friendship helped her grow and become more confident. And yes, def- definitely agree. Definitely agree with that. And uh, such a good thing. And, and Betty said, right now we get to have chats with Julia and Melanie. So this has been a blessing in a way. Truly. Yeah, you know, it's it's unusual that actors do that. Very unusual. Yeah. I mean, you know, you didn't you didn't see that going on with Jamie Dornan or. Um, Dakota Johnson when they were doing Fifty Shades and they did very little social media of course they were getting badgered on social media a lot right but don't Um, you also think it's because of Tosca's approach and the fact that they have this founding members having fans visit the set I think that just adds a different dimension Um, because you know they you know, they not just met people or, or connected with them online, but they physically met 
people <laughs> to mm. our fans. And I feel like that just establishes a different uh, level of uh, camaraderie and intimacy uh, mm. in terms of getting to know um, the people who enjoyed these these uh, beautiful books. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Betty says Julia's boredom comes in handy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. But I still and, want uh, to know how he cooked the broccoli. I, I, I guarantee you're going to get that answer. I do. Um, no, he Lori doesn't says, like I, me, so he won't do that. <laughs> I disagree. Well, you know what, then we'll get Ken... We'll get Kenzie to ask it. He'll respond to Kenzie. Yes, he will. <laughs> Lori says, I think everything will be better by May. With all the precautions taking place, it'll get better. I tend to be optimistic to a fault, though. Um, Lori, I actually agree with you on the time frame. Let's just be, let's just be practical. This percolated in December mm-hmm. and in China, and now mid, early to mid-March, it's, it's calming down. So that's, a, that's, that's the same time frame as the things being better in May. It's going to, you know, as they say, it's going to spike and be worse before it gets better just because of the way this spreads. Um, but everyone's, all the precautions are good. And I trust me, I've been listening to tons of stuff on this. Um, and, you know, the one thing to keep in mind with, is of all the cases, only about 5% of any cases diagnosed end up in hospitalization. Right. So right. Um, even though this is widespread, there are, it's a very small percentage of the population that does get hit with this hard. Right. So um, I like to be optimistic too, Lori, and I'm hoping by May things will be better. And I know scheduling is going to be an issue, but we're just going to hope for the best and hope that everyone's uh, continues to wash their hands and stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't find Purell, get a bottle of Vesipro alcohol and some aloe gel and mix that together. Does and you don't even, actually, you don't even need the aloe gel. The aloe gel is just to help your hands. The, the alcohol is the thing um, yeah. that they, the world, the person from the World Health Organization I heard um, interviewed said that is, you know, that's yeah. that works. Yeah. But hand washing the... is best. hand washing is best soap and water and make and here's something that i was said in something i saw that uh get a fingernail brush and do underneath your nails because you never really Mm -hmm. get under there when you're just washing your hands yeah and it's funny because i was talking to uh somebody about that earlier this week and and i said well you know this is something i've done Oh my life. <laughs> right. Because at one point in time, when I was, I guess I was 12, 13, I wanted to start growing my nails. And oh, yeah. my parents told me that if you want to grow your nails, they've got to be kept clean all the time. So, and at one point in time, when I was that age, I had nails a lot longer than should have been for a. Uh... <laughs> for a young lady. Yes. A good young and... Catholic girl like yourself whatever <laughs> but for for someone who is not over 18 and <laughs> yeah so you know in order to have them that way i i use the brush so just mm-hmm. uh, just passing that along as long as we're talking hygiene for uh making sure we don't <laughs> contract the virus yes 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 and i'm i'm looking at um some of the chats uh Lori said her son um, 
safely made it back from Japan last night, but has been put on administrative leave for two weeks. Lori, I'm so glad to hear that. We were kind of, um, I've been thinking about that and thinking about you, and I was wondering how that worked. So I'm glad he made it back safely. That's a great, that must be such a relief for you. That's yes. wonderful news. Um, and Betty says, just keep washing your hands while imagining you're washing Gabriel's hands. <laughs> Betty, oh, you Betty. are a scream. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. I love it. Or in her case, she says, I'll picture Paul's big hands. Ah, oh, sigh. Um, and she says she can't have long nails. Um, so then you don't even need that nail brush that Pam was talking about. But I remember my mom always talked about using the nail brush. And yeah, I, I, my nails so, aren't long anymore either, and I still use it. So yeah, yeah, um, it's a good, it's a, it's a good habit. Be- Betty is loves that Kenzie says. I said, aren't we all, Kenzie? Aren't we all? Um, someone also said to be sure and wash your thumbs. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I was listening to. Um, interviews and one of the experts were saying a lot of people don't really focus on their thumbs when they're yeah, washing Dr. their hands and, so that's and Dr. Oz, a good point dr oz actually showed everybody on whatever news channel you watch because he was on mm-hmm. all of them how yeah. to wash your hands yeah between yeah. the fingers the thumb mm-hmm. you can look it up on youtube i can tell you that <laughs> um and uh Yes, Annette, Betty is so freaking funny. It is true. This is why I would love all of us to get together. It yes. would be so much fun. Uh, Kenzie says, I wanted to check on James. I heard he was, it, it was bad in New York City. Well, Kenzie, you can always check on James. Uh, you, you I think he'd his, appreciate uh, that. He's got his Twitter handle. <laughs> Betty says, lovesick, obsessed. You decide which one fits best. <laughs> Kenzie says she'll pick the nicer word, lovesick. And um, Lori said, I wasn't aware. I was not thinking about the thumbs. Yeah, I know. It's something you don't quite always think about. Um, And Betty said, Broadway shows, museums, parades, and other events are canceled. And that's that's very common. That's everywhere. Everywhere now. Um, But kudos to New York. It seems like they've really been aggressive about uh, getting in front of doing things, of of, uh, really trying to manage um, things. So... And, um, and, you know, there's a town in Westchester County, New Rochelle, that they're even doing um, drive-through tests. Yes. Well, New Rochelle is, is the epicenter in the U.S. In right York. now. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not, yeah. I mean, that's it, right now, that's where it, the, the largest, um, the largest uh, concentration, concentration is. is. So they're really doing a lot. Um Kudos to all those, the public health workers. And for um, those of you who want do. to know where what New Rochelle is, if you remember the Dick Van Dyke show, I'm showing mm-hmm. my age here. Rob <laughs> Rob Petrie lived in New Rochelle. So. Yep. They they referenced <laughs> that on the uh, Facebook Live chat with Anderson Cooper and Sanjay Gupta on CNN um, the other night. They were did talking I... about New Rochelle. They they did that little shout out. Annette, another another film capital down in New Orleans, uh, in Annette's neck of the woods. Um, she said filming's completely shut down mm-hmm. in in her area, and the people are more pissed that they canceled their parades for St. Patrick's Day. Annette, just think about it, though. Aren't you glad this didn't ha- 
happened a couple of weeks ago with Mardi Gras. Mardi Can you Gras. imagine if they would have shut down Mardi Gras? I think I think they would have burned the city down. Absolutely. Um, and uh, pa- Lori, Pam, or. Lori said that she remembers the Dick Van Dyke show. I do too. Kenzie, you can, <laughs> Kenzie, you got to Google it. I think you'd like it. Yes, um, it's a good, or YouTube it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Betty says, my blessedness 2.0 coughed on my face three times this morning. I guess he wants to keep me quarantined and stay away from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my Betty. gosh. Yes. The poor blessedness. And, Yes, and Lori said it would be so wrong to cancel Mardi Gras. I agree. Um, but in terms of public health, uh, it's important. And that's us to said, and any musicals done by Candor and Ebb. Um, and Annette said, well, they did shut a few parades down because of injuries, and everyone was up in arms about that. So. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> the, I think that um, if, it, if the parade were like right now, because sometimes mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday does happen in the beginning of March. Um, right. Then that would, you know, I it's it would be unfortunate. I mean, I'm looking at the New York St. Patrick's Day Parade. It's the first time in 250 years that it has been canceled. Right. And Philadelphia canceled theirs. And, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of the Any lot, public... all the communities around here did, and you know, these are one of the big, the first big parades that ever happened in Philadelphia. Um, mm. You know, and but they were looking at the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic that hit the United States. Philadelphia was the um, worst hit out of that whole flu epidemic, and people were canceling things like they are today with this with the virus now mm-hmm. and they were Philadelphia had this big celebration going on I'm not I don't even remember what it was because I wasn't alive then either but um, <laughs> although it may we didn't odd. think you were we didn't think you were <laughs> um, but like the next day 300 people died after this mm. ce- big celebration they had in the city and you know even when they talk about that 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, they they mention the Philadelphia thing and, and how like they had the largest number of deaths and everything. I and I can honestly say that I had, did have a family member. My my grandfather's sister was a, a victim of that flu epidemic at the time. So and I can, yeah, I, I and my great grandmother. Um, uh, died so it's uh, that and that was in Greece but that mm-hmm. affected it's interesting because there are connections um, I'm always very sensitive with the pandemics because that left my grandmother and her younger brother they didn't know um, her, their mother they, right. they grew up motherless essentially until her, her um, father remarried but um, it really affected people's lives mm-hmm. and so so I'm always very sensitive to this, um, but also to your point about having learned lessons from the past. This is why they're saying uh, about doing social distancing and not congregating in big crowds because it does tend to work to help manage the spread. Um, and they're really trying—they're trying to manage it so not everything peaks at once and overwhelms our healthcare system. Uh, to best they can, I you know they they know it's going to be really 
it's it's already stressed but and we're just going to do the best we can and and you know this is a worldwide thing we're all in mm-hmm. it together and, and right i feel like that's going to bring people closer together um through the shared um experience yeah and i mean you know for someone like and and kenzie i'm using you as an example for someone in kenzie's age group while you were alive for 9-11 um you were still very young and while it wasn't a month i know in new york where i was everything was shut for a week mm-hmm. there was nothing i mean baseball suspended season uh and they were getting ready to do playoffs um the, and the weirdest thing was when you, you I was on a uh, flight path for LaGuardia Airport and also Westchester County Airport where I lived so you, and not that they were down low where you'd heard the engines and stuff but you know there were always you could always see planes in the sky and there were no planes no planes whatsoever except oh, yeah. for an occasional F-16 which would be flying up the Hudson just to make sure everything was good on the Hudson but um, <laughs> yes yeah, so, I mean it, this is you know everything that was kind of going on so definitely and and it's you know we have not seen we've we've seen pandemics in our lifetime we've seen you know Ebola we've seen H1N1 we've seen SARS we've seen but it's not been to this extent and kudos to the health, the worldwide health community for really um, pulling together and trying to do the best things. And as Jean Ann says, and I defer to Jean Ann because I know she was in the thick of it. She says, we're also doing this right now because we do not have the testing capabilities up and running to manage the clusters. Once this is implemented, you will see a shift. Right now we're trying to get a handle on who and where. Exactly. It's exactly right. And, um, and the, listening to interviews last night, I mean, really the sh- focus now has shifted to Europe. Europe is is considered ground zero right now mm-hmm. on um, this epidemic. But I, I really feel like that's going to be the spotlight, and then we're gonna we're gonna pick that up because right. it just mm-hmm. seems like that's the way the wave the trends are going. Yeah, it's so, going from it's going from east to west around. Mm-hmm. So, and so um, China and everything, and and yeah, you know, and. And Not Betty's just said it's going to take a while to get back to somewhat of a normal life, and yeah. it's it's that that also parallels how things were after um, 9/11. That's true. So, anyhow, um, just some other stuff going on. I know that uh, we have a, a, a podcast later today with, um, I think. The ladies of Noites, they're going to, I believe it's, uh, this is on Facebook, I believe. Yeah, and I think I saw, I think I saw that. At one o'clock Brazil time, which in New York time, I think is 12. Mm-hmm. I think it's an hour difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That'll be great. An hour ahead. Um, then we also, uh, the Gabriel series is going to be having a uh, podcast for their fifth anniversary. Congratulations, Betty and Perling. Yes. And so that's going to be fun. And I believe Noches Influencia is coming back on the 21st. 
mm-hmm. for a podcast, which is which is going to be very cool. SR is actually going to be in the Noitz uh, Facebook page today uh, for that one o'clock p.m. Brazil time uh, conversation. So that'd be fun to check out if you if you can if you can join. That would be fun, yes. even if you don't understand uh, Portuguese. They a usually do the, some translation. They do, and because they have to translate for the boss too. So. <laughs> yes, and um, <clears throat> Kenzie was really happy uh, that we can extend these last two chapters. Yes, Kenzie, that's kind of part of our method to our madness as well. Um, <laughs> we're and plus, there's so much good news. And as Betty noted, Acacia's birthday is coming on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, yes I think is. we might have a little celebration for Acacia next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, Lori said, that's exactly what I was thinking, Kenzie. I don't want it to end. Um, and Kenzie really said, I really don't want it to end. Don't worry. Don't worry. We will keep the party. We will keep the party going, ladies. Yeah. And Betty, speaking of (laughs) chapters, we will definitely keep the party going. Yes. And, and Betty said, um, She's excited about today, and we're giving away, we'll give away free alcohol, open bar, uh, <laughs> for the fifth year celebration, which is great. Yes. Which will just be great. For, for all. <laughs> yes, Kenzie. Uh, yeah, we definitely, there's definitely lots of things in the works. So, um, yeah. yeah we'll, so don't worry. We'll, we're not going away. Just because it's the end of the book, we're not going away. Right, and uh, there's going to be plenty of things to discuss um, over over the course of the next several years, actually. And Annette says she's so there for the booze. Annette, <laughs> you get a big old heart for that one. Uh, and my <laughs> my too. absolute vodka bottle is uh, not lit at the moment, but <laughs> you know it is there. <laughs> it will be. Incredible. I love it. I love back, it. I love back it. Backyard decoration. <laughs> <laughs> so and if anybody funny. wants to know what I'm talking about, I think I put it posted it on on Twitter last night. So and Facebook, definitely on Facebook. So yes, and um, as Dana said, LOL. Um, and Lori says Annette is fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course she's fun. She's from a fun part of the world uh, down true. there and on the bayou. And uh, Betty says the bottle is legendary. Yes, it is. It truly totally is. Yes, it and is. And we've just had so many good things to celebrate. And even though the world is, we are in bizarro world right now, as I think Lori mentioned earlier, um, we're really, really um, fortunate. Yes, we are. To have established a wonderful community of uh, friends who can connect virtually. So I, I think... Um, I think that's been really a special uh, outpouring and the fact that the this is a worldwide group, mm-hmm. um, it kind of does reinforce the fact that we all can help make uh, the world a little bit better by just having these wonderful connections. As Kenzie said, um, you, uh, Pam, and Kenzie uh, basically FaceTimed all day yesterday. That's about um, right. And it's just fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. And um, Lori actually says she usually avoids Facebook, but she's going to have to check that one out. Yeah, it, it'll be worth it just to tag into uh, check it, check out the session. Um, 
It, Always. It, the bottle, as Betty said, is legendary. <laughs> and Betty says, who needs to catch fireflies in a bottle when you have Noreen to help decorate Pam's bottle? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes. Oh my yes, gosh. yes. And 76 more days, ladies, until the Gabriel's Inferno film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Cannot, cannot wait. I have a countdown clock going, but you have to click on the link on my on my. I pinned it to my Twitter. <laughs> and uh, so yes, I'm. It's like uh, let me see here. I'll go into it. I can give you the because I set it for midnight, May twenty. Mm. <laughs> so, That's gonna be fun. Oh yes, it's gonna be fun. It will be. I can't. I can't believe it's been. Uh, you know, it, it's it's been a couple months since we were on set, and now we're looking forward to this film coming to life. It's very exciting. So the um, Gabriel's Inferno time clock I have shows 75 days, 13 hours, 57 minutes, and 19, 18, <laughs> 17 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love Not it. Not that and, I'm Annette, counting. Annette, we love you too, girl. She says, I heart each of you. <laughs> and um, she said, so glad that we have this podcast. So are we. It's been so yes, much fun. Um, Betty says, or as she refers to it, 75 days until Paul's come into, comes into my screen. Absolutely, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of concerned about when this thing gets. I I, I was like, how am I going to be able to focus on any work? Like, I'm just going to be like on constant, constant. What replay. are you doing, mom? Oh, nothing. You're watching it again, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like. Uh, how many times did you read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Fifty Shades. And, or Gabriel's Inferno. Uh, or A million. Inferno. You know, and uh, <laughs> how many times have you watched the movie? Yeah. Well, it used to crack yeah. my my friend Noreen cracked me up when the movie first came out on uh, digital and DVD. Mm-hmm. And all. She would watch that thing. <laughs> She'd go to lunch and watch part. She'd watch it on the way to work. She'd watch it on the way home. When That's she so got funny. home. <laughs> Annette says, I'm taking the week off or two. <laughs> and Lori also wants to see Paul on the screen, too. Kenzie says, I want to hold off on the film because I'm going to be a nutcase watching it like crazy. I also here I, I do also go the other direction. Like sometimes I'll hold off watching something or reading something because I've been waiting so long and I want mm-hmm. to savor it. And I'll try and do a chapter at a time. I actually did this with Gabriel's Promise. It took me forever to finish it because I was trying to take my time and not rush it. And just enjoy every single beautiful word. Um, so I kind of go in both both uh, modes, but I don't know. I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. I, it, this is definitely gonna be a movie that I'm watching over and over again. I already know it. Lori said, um, and Kenzie says I do that too. <laughs> You're telling us, Leslie. <laughs> um, Lori said I saw the movie Fifty Shades before I read the book. I wanted to know what happened next. I'm backwards. Um, no, you're not. A lot of people did that. A lot of people. Um, a lot of people are doing that with Gabriel series right now too. Yeah, and absolutely. And Dana said that uh, that is what happened to me with the will. 
I go to the gym to watch parts of it. <laughs> LOL. Dana, I was literally just talking about the will um, yesterday. I just loved that production. I even, I, I'm probably going to watch it again this weekend. Um, I really just thought that was beautifully done. And again, that was a book I did not read um, until Passion Flicks optioned it. I read it because my, my goal is to read the book before I watch it on Passion Flicks because I like to see how they translate it to the screen. And, um, ah, Dana, I am with you. I mm -hmm. just, uh, I just, that, that story and that, that production just really captured me. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kenzie's laughing because she's like, we couldn't discuss the book. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It, it was my fault. I know. I, I was the slow one. I was like, don't, I, don't talk to me about it. I can't yeah, talk I about it. I didn't read it yet. I know. It was driving everybody yet. Kenzie says she still hasn't seen The Will or Dirty Sexy Saint. Oh, you got to watch them, um, Kenzie. You got to watch them. They're good. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, they're really, really good. And Betty said, my blessedness probably won't see me once the movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, or your blessedness is going to be upset with you for watching it. <laughs> um, oh and gosh. Dana loves Chris McKenna and his butt. She's blushing. That's um, <laughs> yes, Dana. I'll just say yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Mm -hmm. Now, I, yeah, it's it's funny. I, I literally was talking about how much I enjoyed that production with um, KK last night um, when I was talking to her on the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he and Chris McKenna was just excellent. The cast, again, really, really good. Um, they are. Annette says they the will was are. so good. I'm watching Dirty Sexy Saint this weekend. Annette, hold on, girl. You are going to love that movie. I cannot wait to hear your reaction to it. That was so much fun and so well done. And mm -hmm. it was so true to the books. You are going to love, love, love it. And Kenzie says, I've been holding off for some reason. That's okay. That's but if you, if when you're feeling bored, Kenzie, remember, this is a perfect opportunity um, while we're all inside our houses to read more stuff, to binge watch more stuff. Well, <laughs> Lots of time for passion flicks. It's funny because um, SR was on um, uh, the other morning and, you know, everybody about, you know, being mm -hmm. confined in spaces and stuff. And uh, he, uh, I asked, what, you know, do you suggest as far as mm -hmm. movies? And he mentioned that he had been looking at older movies like uh, Rear Window and Suspicion. Oh, yeah. Some and, of the great Hitchcock ones. Oh, now in my house, Alfred Hitchcock was known as Alfred Hatchplot. <laughs> Love it. My late husband had nicknames for everybody and everything. <laughs> so, you know, and that was really, really good. And uh, then Tusca came on later. I could watch Passion Flicks. <laughs> exactly. I was like, uh oh, somebody's in a little bit of trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true I mean this is actually um, I think if you have friends who are looking for new things to watch tell them uh, sign up for passion flicks I mean this, mm -hmm. this you can't you will not be disappointed and um, I love the fact Lori is also now a, a fan of Chris McKenna as well I am too and I I, I can't get enough I really liked I, him I really really liked him um, Chris was the actor in the will um, and and uh, Annette was surprised that no one had asked about the purple towel scene. Um, 
Kenzie said that's under wraps and that very clever Miss Kenzie. Yes, it is. And she's savoring that scene for the film. Oh, good Lord. Kenzie, my, I just had a flashback to our, our night with the vodka and I'll leave it at that um, <laughs> in terms of savoring that scene. Um, and uh, Jean Ann said, Dirty Sexy Saint was adorable. She still has to watch The Will and she, she will, you will enjoy it. I really yes. think. Um, really, really great. Um, Dana said, I asked about the purple towel after they released the picture of Julia wearing his glasses. SR gave me the smirk. <laughs> of course he did. God of forbid we get did. any other kind of comment from him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Kenzie said, uh, Melanie and Julia both love the explosive lecture scenes, literally all of our favorite scenes. Yes. Of course. Um, Annette said, that was so great to hear. Yeah, the lecture. And, and SR, then... SR had to see Julia's butt multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that until now. And <laughs> you are cracking me up, girl. Um, She's had a lack of sleep. <laughs> and yes, uh, and Kenzie, yes, you never are going to live that comment down. I love it. Um, Betty said, this is the perfect time to try new things. Listen to music, learn a new language, read new books, watch new films, sleep, or just work out. Yes. Uh, yeah, get on, yes get that fitness above. on. But even there's so many things you can find online that do um, – even gentle yoga, I mean, different types of things that can help with relaxation, that can help with you stretching, um, with getting stronger. Um, there's all kinds of things we can do. And yeah, girl, I see you, Annette. She's on fumes today. Mm-hmm. I am with you, but I'm, so I'm actually, the coffee is helping. And I have so much. Uh, one of the other things that my friend had introduced me to, 40 days, 40 bags during Lent for those who are... Um, observing Lent um, during this time of year, giving donations away. um, Mm -hmm. And I I am working on very much decluttering and um, really uh, giving things away that people can use. Mm -hmm. So I already probably got about five bags out of the house last week, and I'm working on more this week. I'm really, really trying to... um, first of all, just declutter and, uh, try and streamline things. Uh, I tend to, my tent, my house tends to be the dumping ground of family and friends. So, um, I try to, uh, share things that, uh, people might be able to use. Um, and one of the other things, um, that was mentioned last night and Kenzie brought it up is it meant so much, the Maya scene. Yes. Yes. Was, he really felt the intensity of that scene mm-hmm. and the elevator scene when, when he realized who she had really was. Oh, I'm telling you, I cannot wait to see that because the exp- I can only imagine what his face is going to be like. Mm-hmm. He is really emotive. I mean, and honestly, um, I think Melanie is uh, incredibly expressive. I just, but, um, the elevator scene and that scene with Maya, uh, and you can, I totally get that because the way Julio is with his, all those kids that he interacts with in his life, oh my gosh, you can just imagine, again, intensity, that yes. intensity he brings to that role, just, just perfection. Um, love it. Just yeah, love it. Be, it's going to be great. It will be great. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Kenzie. She said, I'm an angel. I try. I try to make the world a better place. Um, 
I try to share the blessings that have been bestowed upon me. I will tell you that. Um, and Annette had mentioned Julio had her in tears several times. And Kenzie said, right, Annette? He made me tear up several times in the lecture room. Um, Lori says it's going to be so moving. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ken, yes, uh, these are all very important scenes to the story. And just his passion that he had describing it, Annette said, was mm-hmm. was wonderful. I can't wait to watch this. It's um, going to be so good. It's going to be so yeah. good. I know. We know. I mean, we saw, I mean, some of those scenes that we had a chance to see. And Annette, I mean, you really got a front row to some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jean Ann, I believe, was in, um, had some great scenes, too. I mean, well, come on. We, we love the book. They're all great to us, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to pick your favorites. Um but the <laughs> scene with Simon and Gabriel, oh, yeah. <laughs> Kenzie said Simon's going to get gummy bears from me. Yes, the um, sugar-free and, gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, every scene is important. The sugar-free <laughs> gummy bears for Simon. And if you don't know what that refers to, um, look up the uh, Google sugar-free gummy bears and... Uh, on Amazon and you'll you'll get a bunch of different reviews and look for the one star reviews because I think there was there was one that has been talked about often but there's another <laughs> one that said it was quite explosive <laughs> yes 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 oh gosh um, yes Betty Betty says she wants to see uh, uh, Gabriel in the lobby uh, uh, with the, the drink Miss Mitchell Mitchell <laughs> yes. Oh, it's I, I, drunk Gabriel. I, it'll be fun to watch. I, I, has anyone seen any of that filming of that scene? Was maybe Effie? I think Effie was. Did there. Effie see? Effie was there for the lobby stuff. I can't remember, but I can only imagine how Julia portray, portrays a drunk Gabriel. That'll be great. <laughs> um, and Kenzie said, and the fact that SR is so happy with it—that is everything. That yes. the creator of everything is satisfied. Totally agree. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, and that said, just knowing that they have some of the personal feelings about the books that we do means so much. Yes. And that's the essence of passion flicks. I mean, that the, is what Tosca brings. And she brings people into the process who get it and who mm-hmm. share that conviction. And that's why I think it's been such a special experience for the fans and for um, those involved in making the products, um, the productions, uh, they understand how important this story is. Like it's like no other, as Kenzie said. And, and she Um, does the way they (laughs) do, um, the filming and the process. I mean, it is different because a lot of times, and Julia brought this up last this morning, um, that a lot of directors envision their own way of doing a film and it may be totally different than what the viewer may want to see and also what the screenplay or author uh, writers would see so that it the fact that you know they the passion flux actually focuses in on what the readers want to see Mm. makes makes it that much different absolutely so absolutely and uh yeah, I, you know, and there's so many great scenes. Uh, Betty said she wants to see the scenes where Gabriel gets jealous of Paul. Um, <laughs> Gabriel vomiting on the green sweaters, Kenzie noted. Um, mm-hmm. 
also Julia wanted to steal the custom uh, made red kitten chair. I love to hear that. Oh yeah, he wanted to steal the chair, but he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't get it through customs or get it out of the airport or something. That's so funny. But he says, I'll need a paper bag to help me cope with Paul's few scenes on my screen. Hashtag not enough Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, maybe we need to reach out to Tosca and say, can we have so, all footage of, uh, of James of Paul, as Paul? Just for Betty. Because <laughs> you could just have the raw footage and watch it over and over and over That's again. true. I love it. Well, and I, I did um, reach out. KK had been earlier here with us earlier, and she apologizes. She had to leave abruptly. Um, so she wishes everybody a good week. I just wanted yeah. to, uh, share that. Um, and, uh, it's just, <laughs> Kenzie says they commented a lot of the live hides. <laughs> we all did, Kenzie. I, I don't know. know how I did it at three o'clock this morning, but I did. So. I know that's the passion. That's Absolutely. the passion and dedication. We'll have to see what the fallout is if uh, Julia is able to endear himself uh, to Allie. To uh... I have a feeling he will. <laughs> I, I do too. Uh, I love it. Oh, you guys are great. I know we have to get off of the line now and go back to our daily to uh, the real world. I got to get the little routines. pumpkin cat outside yes, before and... she wreaks havoc with the other two. Which have yes. all fallen asleep now, except for Pumpkin. Yeah. So, my, so sweet. My menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Annette said that pic he posted was priceless. Which one yes. was that, Annette? Yeah, which... Every uh, picture it... he posts is priceless, I think. Yeah. Um, the, the, the animals <laughs> are doing okay uh pumpkin is pretty much an outdoor cat anyway so uh you know you get him out get her outside and she's fine and she comes mm. in to eat. Uh, my one cat stripey that has always been ra rather timid and shy uh she's come out more than matilda has who's you know never had a problem running around or doing anything in the house Although she, when people like my granddaughter go to pet her, she hisses. Um, but and and Walter, Walter is Walter. Walter come. Walter, the cats came down one day, and and my sister's dog um, was who's sixteen with dementia. Um, was Aww. on the floor doing something, and the cats went over. And Walter's very protective of the cats because uh, if ever there was a little tiff starting between the cats I'm, I would uh, I would say Walter go chase them or go go take care of that and he would go over and he'd break up whatever was going on so that I have to kind of watch um, and which I can understand my sister's very nervous about that because of her, the age of, of Sam I mean he's 16 he is going blind he is going deaf um he has dementia and <laughs> he you know she, she he, he sam gets out of his off the couch and walks around and doesn't know where kind of what's going on and then you, you, you go over to him and give him a pet and then he's okay 
but or he has a special toy that he he's been carrying around with him uh so you know it's something that i have to be watchful for too for the for, for CBB. my nephew dog since i have no other nephews <laughs> i just think that's so sweet they're so they're just so darn cute walter boo boo and walter the babies I, and that says we if we got <laughs> i see okay I'm, I'm i'm looking through the chat um and that was referring to the picture about um, fighting the coronavirus instead of Simon. And yes, I, 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 I was just looking through it. I see that. And, uh, she, Kenzie said, Julia has also said he's more afraid of Tosca than Allie, but the, that man leaks so many things. Ha ha ha. I, <laughs> yes, he really does. And I, I feel their pain because I, I've, I've been in those situations where you're trying to help shape the message and uh you have really fantastic people who <laughs> like to like, like to, to share the news the, before before you're ready before you're ready for them to do so so right. very funny betty says that was a funny post super gabriel uh, um and annette said if we got his phone i could only imagine what is on there <laughs> yes we can only imagine what is on there and well, he, he had one he had one post <laughs> earlier this week Mm-hmm. Um, about eating, sleeping, watching porn. And oh yes, <laughs> I, I saw that. <laughs> so, he's hilarious. Yeah, they all have such a good sense of humor. It's great. They do. So, all right, friends. So, um, and... have a wonderful week. Wash your hands. Stay safe. And, uh, Pammy, are we? Uh, what are we leaving uh, out, uh, leaving a friends on a musical note? Yes. Uh, Fever by Peggy Lee. <laughs> Always a good song. And with, with Annette just posting the word porn uh, that uh, <laughs> that uh, Julio had on his uh, feed. Um, yes. <laughs> as she said, that eyebrow twitch, LOL. Yep. Um, yeah, that definitely will give us all the fever, right? Um, Absolutely. In, in the best possible way. of course he's such a guy and that says jesus pam i'm (laughs) laughing you guys are cracking me up take care everybody you too happy pie day yes happy pie day that's right it's today (laughs) i can't uh, believe it this is nesson dorma so anyway have a good week, everybody. We'll catch up with you all next week. And we'll see what happens with chapters 65 and 66. <laughs> this may be the running joke. <laughs> it could be. could be. The, the, the story that never ends. <laughs> That's right. Have a safe week. Take care. Enjoy um, all. Yes. Yeah, see you online.
share.